All you need to know about the Colts in one place. The Colts Daily Update starts now. Here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Hey, good evening. Welcome in to the Colts Daily Update tonight. I'm Matt Taylor, and today was an off day for the Colts. We're getting ready for the Raiders coming up in Week 10. But tonight we'll spend more time reflecting on yesterday than the upcoming game. We'll do that later this week as we get closer to Sunday and Week 10 in Las Vegas. But you all know the news by now. Frank Reich was let go on Monday. The Colts have hired interim coach Jeff Saturday for the remainder of the season. There was a press conference last night, so we'll try to play the most newsworthy parts of that in case you missed it. But uh, this development happened very fast after the Colts fell to the Patriots on Sunday to drop to 3-5-1. and And Jim Irsay discussed why he picked up the phone and gave Saturday a call to see if he was interested in taking over the Colts for the last eight games of the season. He's extremely tough and he's a leader. When you're looking for head coaches, leadership's the number one thing. That's the number one thing. And that's also has a toughness level there. Highly intelligent. That's very important. You have to be a a very great thinker. You have to be able to work with people. You have to be open-minded. You have to create a culture where um, people trust you. You have to know the game. You have to have experience. You have to be able to draw on experience in, in your life to, to come forward um, and, and do what a head coach does in this league. It's very difficult. There's lots of coordinators that, that aren't good head coaches. You know, you know, certain people just have it. They have it. And it, it's, it's brought with a lot of things that bring that to the table. Let's be very clear This thing was driven by what Chris and I see in his excellence and and his readiness and who he is. If if, If he turns us down, we're not here today. So from the sounds of it right there, had Jeff Saturday declined the position, Jim Irsay wasn't going to offer this job to anybody else, and it's certainly been talked about at the water cooler today. Jeff Saturday's background in the NFL, terrific player and center with the Colts, won a Super Bowl, multiple Pro Bowls, all-pro player, uh, but his only coaching experience at any level has come at the high school ranks. Um, the Colts did have coaches or do have coaches on their staff, I should say, with head coaching experience both in college and the NFL. But Ursa explains why he wanted this job to go to Saturday. You know, it's a, it's an intuitive decision. You know, when I hired Tony Dungy, it was done very methodical. You know, you operate like the CIA. It's very analytical. It's very unemotional. It's very, very methodical with in-depth experience and knowledge and and trying to get the feeling for what's right then i wanted a winning coach a winning playoff coach a winning coach that was proven to come in with our franchise now i'm glad he doesn't have any nfl experience i'm glad he hasn't learned the fear that's in this league that's because it's tough for all our coaches they're afraid they go to analytics and it gets difficult i mean he doesn't have all that he doesn't have that that fear, and there was no other candidate. We were fortunate that he was available, um, and he has tons of experience. He knows this game inside and out um, with relationships with coaches and players um, uh, and has been a consultant for us for several years, a paid consultant, informing Chris and I and other people in the organization, you know, his opinions. Uh, to me, um, you know, I, I know people can – look out and 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 see it uh and and ask that question but he's fully capable 
of doing this and, and more than capable on that, that no, there was, it wasn't offered to anyone else. And, um, it, you know, I, I don't know, I, I don't know, Chris and I, what we would have done, if anything, if, if he wasn't available and willing. Um, so that that's kind of how it came together. That's Jim Ursay on Jeff Saturday, now taking over for the last eight games of the season for the Colts. But what did Saturday think of this opportunity? Why did he take the phone call? Why did he entertain the idea? And why did he ultimately agree to take over the Colts? Shock would be an understatement. So, uh yeah, we, we had the conversation, and it, it escalated quickly. He, he asked me, um, my wife Karen, and, and you know, he said, hey, will you go have a conversation with your wife and make sure that you know she's on board and um, my son Josh still lives with us at, at home. You have that conversation. And he, was, he told me he was going to uh, meet with Chris about it. And um, then as the day progressed this morning, we, we finally came to a conclusion. But it was uh, a, a 12-hour whirlwind. And uh, Mr. Ursay keeps later hours than I do, so you know he it was it was late it was a late call. I mean it was uh, we uh, we had those conversations. I talked I, I spoke to he, then I spoke to Chris, and uh, both for for a good length of time, and just had real come to you know come to Jesus conversations. What you know? What do you think? What you know? And listen, if you think I was surprised, I'm gonna get asked. I haven't been a coach, you know. I, I wouldn't. Uh, that, that, that'd be, that'd be silly. Right. So we knew, I knew going in what the expectation was going to be, the questions that were going to be asked and, uh, feel fully capable, excited about the opportunity, eight games to, you know, listen, here's a great part about my career. I came in, nobody expected anything. I'm here. Nobody expects anything. If it goes well, hopefully it'll go extremely well, but I have no, uh, preconceived notion that I'm going to be some spectacular anything. I know I got to work hard and, uh, I'm, you know, I'm auditioning not only for this one, but for, for 31 others, just like everybody else in this game and, and make no mistake, man, the job is win. And, uh, I know that's what I'm here to do. And how can I, how can I arm the guys in that locker room and how can I arm those coaches to be the best they can be? Cause again, I believe in them. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. And that, that was made clear to both uh, Jim and Chris. If, if I didn't believe in the guys in the room, if I didn't believe in the guys in that locker room, I wouldn't show. Again, that's Jeff Saturday, who certainly has a ton on his plate right now. He's got to establish a practice plan, a game plan, meet with the media, establish a play caller, and a de facto offensive coordinator for the rest of the season, as the Colts currently don't have a coach on their staff who was called offensive plays before in the NFL. And of last night, Saturday, was still trying to figure that part out. Yeah, I, mean, I'm, uh, I haven't made a decision yet, but I've interviewed guys, and I'm going to continue to interview guys on the staff and going through that. And uh, yeah, I'll, have, I'll, I'll decide something this evening. But it's, you know, I'm, uh, I'm drinking from a fire hydrant a little bit. So we're just, you know, we're, we're trying to meet with everybody, you know, get this done, and then uh, – um, yeah, I'll, I'll continue that part. But we'll, we'll have a decision. I've met with the offensive staff. I haven't had a chance to meet with the defensive staff, but I've met with the entire staff and then already a few guys, and I'll continue that through the night and, and come to a conclusion, and we'll, we'll roll from there. Right, listen, the, the great part about this, and I, I'll just say this, is there are fantastic coaches on this staff and men who have done this a long time. There's, there's former head coaches, but there are guys in that offensive room who have called a lot of games and a lot of plays, and there's a lot of men who have put a lot of time into this. So I have no fear. I will pick the right guy, and, and we will ride with it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about the opportunity. I'm just trying to get a grasp of what their, you know, 
what, what, what their needs would be for them and how I can support them in doing that, and we'll, we'll make a move. Chris Ballard also met with the media last night and talked about where the Colts are at. The Colts ranked 10th in the AFC right now, out of the playoff picture here at the moment. The offense ranks last in the NFL in points scored. They're near the bottom of the league in almost every offensive category, including sacks allowed and rushing. And he talked about the disappointment of seeing Frank Reich leave the team and his mindset for the last two months of the season. I don't sit here and act like I don't share some of the blame. Damn right I do. But I also know that we got eight games left, and I'm not just ready to fire the talent like everybody else. I mean, I, the world's going to fire the talent on us. We're not, we're not throwing in the towel. I, was, you know, I talked to the team today, talked to the coaches, visited with Jeff, and we'll move forward. Um, Frank, Mr. Ursay, and I visit about the Matt decision. You know, that was all of us together. Mr. Mr. Ursay and I had a long, we had a long talk, you know, here over the last, you know, 12 hours, you know, late last night. And when we decided to move forward, that's what we did. And I talked to Frank, you know, this morning. Um, Mr. Ursay, you know, talked to Frank, and then I talked to the team, and then I talked to the coaching staff. Not easy, especially with Frank and I's relationship. Um, and it's one where... Look, we both, we both know that we haven't been perfect by any stretch. Um, and, you know, it was, it was a hard day. It was a hard morning. That's Chris Ballard on the coaching changes for the Colts. And a guy that's lived this firsthand and knows what's going on, Rick Venturi. Rick joined Colts Roundtable Live last night here on The Fan and reflected on the two chances he had in his career to take over on an interim basis as a head coach, once with the Colts and another opportunity with the New Orleans Saints. And he mapped out the blueprint and the four things an interim coach must do in short order. The first thing that you have to do as an interim coach is you have to take over fast. You have to apply your leadership immediately. There can't be a gap. There, there doesn't have to be any Frank Reich bashing. As a matter of fact, I would make that point right off the bat to the team. There's going to be none of that. But you have to take over in every way with strong leadership. And I think at this point, emotional leadership, which I think Jeff can provide, is really important. I think we've lost a little bit of that touch. I think you can never forget that pro players are no different than anybody else, and they will respond to some degree to emotion. But you, there can't be a leadership gap. You can't work your way into the job. You take over today to get ready to win a game in Las Vegas on, on, on this Sunday coming up. Now, number, one, number 1A is you have to sell your staff. You have to sell your staff that they have got to give everything they have, that they've got to pull together. And if we win and we pull it out, only good things can happen to everybody because this is devastating to a staff. It's devastating, and, you know, and they don't know. We, you know it's, I think it's even tougher sometimes when you're bringing somebody in from the outside to the staff because they're used to their own people. Number three, or the, all these you have to do simultaneously. So you've got to be prepared and hit the hit, – this isn't ESPN. You've got to be ready to go. You have to sell your team on why you're going to be better. And that's not giving some pep talk about you got to play better. You know, I was here with Peyton Manning, all that. None of that matters. And what you have to do is sell these guys – on what schematic changes you're going to make, how you're going to put them in a better position to win, what you're going to do along that line to get it done. Pro players 
respond to one thing motivationally, and that is, as a coach, are you putting me in the best position to win? How are we going to turn this around? And you have to sell that immediately. And then I think number four, I think stay in your lane. Okay, you're not all of a sudden going to be the X and O guy. There's no way possible for that. You're taking a guy, you're taking a general practitioner, general practitioner, and you're saying, okay, now you're going to do brain surgery. So stay in your lane. You're basically hired for what you have done here, what your image is and what your leadership skills are. You've got to define your coaching staff immediately. There's going to take some work to do that on offense. You've got to let Gus and Bubba do their thing. And on offense, you've got to redefine exactly how everything is going to go and particularly how it's going to go on Sunday. Putting game plans together is a cumulative action. Installing, and, and installing to the players, that's pretty, pretty standard. The key is who is going to make those critical decisions on game time. That's what separates the NFL guys, the good and the bad and the average, to be honest with you. So it's those four things. It's take over leadership immediately, bring that staff, embrace your staff, get them ready to go, defined in their roles, sell your football team on why we're going to get better. Why are we going to get better? And then number four, stay in your lane. You've been successful in life because of certain things. Don't get away from them. Don't try to be somebody you're not. That again is Rick Venturi. That's from Colts Roundtable Live last night. Rick Venturi there on his experience as an interim head coach and what Jeff Saturday must be going through right now. Certainly been a very eventful 48 hours for the Colts. Really a busy uh, three-week period with changes to the quarterback position, offensive coaching staff changes, now changes to the head coach, uh, trading a player at the trade deadline, Naeem Hines now in Buffalo. We'll have plenty more on the Jeff Saturday news as he meets with the media tomorrow for the first time, and we'll also start to dive into the Raiders coming up in Week 10. We'll do that on Wednesday's Colts Daily Update. Instant replays coming up next. We're out of time. I'm Matt Taylor. Thanks for listening to the Colts Daily Update on a Tuesday here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.